Welcome to the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vandervliet, with his trusted canine sidekick, Woody, where we bring you the news raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. And you have found another segment of the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. E. Vandervliet here with his co- trusted canine co-host, of course, because we are back in the PBO studios. Woody, Woody, how you doing? Woof. That's right, Woody. That's right. There's a lot going on in this election. And in this segment, we're going to talk about some of that election fraud. There is election fraud out there. Whether you want to believe it or not, it it really is not in dispute. There actually absolutely is election fraud. And I'm going to get into some of that. But I'm also going to get into an interview that Eric Sean did with Fox of Fox News did with the lawyer, the newly hired legal team for Dominion Software. And uh, just unbelievable what you're going to hear out of that inventory and how smug Eric was and why Fox News viewership is declining. You're going to see that in the interview. And then we'll get into some of the cases of the election fraud. Now, there is election fraud. There's just absolutely no doubt. I outlined some of it in previous podcasts. And in a previous podcast, I also talked about uh, Sidney Powell and what she's doing in uh, 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 uncovering all of this. And I think I've come to a conclusion. So you hear that on this episode as well. I, I see it now. I can see there's two separate avenues that the Trump campaign is doing. The Sidney Powell is going one direction. The Trump campaign is going the other direction. And it all makes sense now if you start listening and paying attention to what's going on with Dominion Software and what's going on with the recounts and the challenges across the country. Uh, so listen up to this segment. I hope you enjoy it. Now I'm going to talk about the Chinese infiltration in another segment so because we ran kind of long on this one but the china the chinese the communist chinese government uh should they be feared absolutely they want to take over the world economically they want economic world domination so i'll get into that on another segment but here is uh what we need to focus on right now how can trump win this I mean, as it stands right now, I think Biden's at 306 electoral votes. You need 270 to win. And the states in contention or in question, I should say, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Arizona, and even Nevada, but specifically Arizona. So what does Trump have to do in order to win this? And can he do it? That's, that's the big question. We don't know yet. There's still a lot going on. But he, there is a, the path to victory is going to be either he turns these states over or he prevents them from going to the Electoral College, as I mentioned in the previous segment. So if he can do that, he wins the election. So if he could turn Georgia red, because right now, let's go through how many states uh, that Biden has, ha- has that are called. I mean, these are states called. He's got 306 electoral votes to Trump's 232. So if he could turn Georgia, 12,300 votes, I think, is what it'll take to turn Georgia. We're going through the recount now. Now, what, what has to happen in the recount, signatures to be matched. And if signatures aren't matched, those ballots get tossed. Now, I'm going to go through some of that voter fraud here, state by state, just a cursory view, uh, and that'll show you what the Trump administration is attempting to do. But right now, let's look at these numbers. So if Trump could do that for Georgia, that gives him 248 to Biden's 290. If Trump can do, Wisconsin's going through a recount right now, and there's two counties in Wisconsin, they've agreed to count. And if they can pull off Wisconsin, that gives Trump 258 to Biden's 280. Now, remember, it's 270, right? Now, we've also got Pennsylvania. This is a key state. Pennsylvania 
right now the lower court had thrown out the Trump's lawsuit and they want to take this one to the Supreme Court. So if those 20 electoral votes are out of the mix, that means Trump's at 258, Biden's at 220. So Trump's path here is to flip two states and prevent one state from going to the Electoral College, Pennsylvania. It's not going to be able to flip Pennsylvania. Now, the other state in contention is Michigan. If Michigan takes out, is taken out from Biden, that gives Biden 244. Uh, but if it flips, Trump doesn't need Pennsylvania. If he can turn Michigan, and that is a very, very tall order, ladies and gentlemen, it's about like 150,000 votes to Biden in Michigan. The best that I think he can do in, in Michigan is to uh, prevent them from going to the electoral, to prevent them from certified. And that's what they're trying to do. So you got two states that the Trump administration is trying to prevent from going to the electoral college, and that's Michigan and Pennsylvania. If he can do that, It'll go through the vote in the House, and Trump potentially wins. But if he can turn Arizona, it gives Trump 269 to Biden's 233. If he can take out Michigan and Pennsylvania from going to the Electoral College. So if Trump can turn Georgia, Wisconsin, and Arizona, it's still not enough. It's not enough. He's got to, return, he's got to turn Pennsylvania or Michigan. And man, this, this is amazing. It's amazing that we're having this conversation. It's amazing that there's a plausibility here. Now, the left wants you to think there's none, no chance whatsoever. Uh, I, I, it, there is a chance. It is slim. But right now, Trump's path to victory is in the House. I don't believe he's going to be able to turn Michigan and Pennsylvania through the courts. I just don't believe he's got enough time for that. Because remember, as I mentioned, come um, de December 14th, it's all over. I mean, the Electoral College meets. That's it. It meets on December 14th. And if the Michigan and Pennsylvania are not in the Electoral College, Biden doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough to uh, win the election if Trump can turn Georgia can turn Wisconsin and can turn Arizona. If he can't, Biden has 270. But if he can turn one of those states, just one, let's say um, Arizona has, let's say Wisconsin, 10 electoral votes. Arizona has 11, Georgia 16. Wisconsin has the least amount of electoral votes. If he could turn Wisconsin, it prevents Biden from getting 270. So here's Trump's path to victory is preventing Michigan and Pennsylvania from going to the Electoral College and turning Wisconsin, either Wisconsin or Georgia, or Arizona, just one of them. Doesn't have to turn all three, just one. That is a tall order. Uh, but if the left want to say it's not possible, it absolutely is possible because uh, history tells us crazier things have happened. We've had two House, two presidencies already decided in the House. Why? Because we're 2020, we're modern, that it can't happen here. Oh, it could happen here. It could happen here. But that looks to be what the Trump strategy is. Now, now you've got Sidney Powell, who's talking about um, the uh, electronic, the machines flipping votes. But if you notice, that's not Trump's strategy to get those machines to turn back. I think that may be why they've separated Sidney Powell from the Trump team is so she can go down that path of uncovering that corruption in these voter machines while the Trump legal team goes down the path of preventing a couple of states from being certified and maybe turning one of those other three states. That looks like what their strategy is. So let's go over the um, election fraud because there isn't a lot of election fraud. Now, I've said this before. It's the election of a thousand cuts. There's so much election fraud out there. 
it's it's hard to keep up with it all. And can you turn it all over? No, you can't. There's just so much. But let's go through. So we've got many. This is from Gateway Pundit. Within a week, we've uncovered the massive fraud. Now today, there are literally hundreds of affidavits filed under penalty of perjury declaring that. Now, before I get into this, their list, think about that. These are affidavits filed, hundreds of affidavits filed uh, under, with a penalty under perjury. Those are evidence. All, each one of those affidavits are evidence to be submitted in a court of law. So there's ample evidence here, whether it bears out in a court of law to, as proof, but you cannot deny, and the left does deny that, that there's no evidence. The media says there's no evidence. It's just not true. I mean, there is ample evidence, but you can, you can push back on the evidence all you want. But to say there's no evidence is an out-and-out -out lie. It's people who are just wanting to not see that there is evidence. Now, this evidence may not bear fruit, but there's evidence. And the evidence is, here's, some of the, here's their list of the evidence. Many dead people voted with the indication of fraud. We have, we have affidavits filed that dead people were on the rolls, and we've seen that. Now, we've also seen... I want to be clear here. We've seen stories of dead people voting, and then it turns out they were not dead. So then we've seen stories of dead people voting, and it turned out they died in between by mailing in a ballot. Uh, but that's beside the point. We also have seen dead people voting. Uh, ballots were destroyed intentionally with the intention of fraud. These are all affidavits filled out, so I'm not going to get into the details, but here is your evidence of fraud in this election. Ballots were separated from their envelopes with the intention of fraud. Vote counts were manipulated with the intention of fraud. Absentee ballots were received back at the counting center before they were even sent out with the intention of fraud. Many people over 100 years old cast ballots with the intention of fraud. Observers were blocked, some by cardboard sheets. We saw that in Michigan pizza boxes or social distance with the intention of fraud. Many people voted more than once in multiple states where they were ineligible to vote with the intention of fraud. Ballots were cured even before this date they were supposed to be open with the intention of fraud. Batches of ballots were scanned multiple times into the tabulators with the intention of fraud. Uh, ballots were lost in predominantly Trump precincts and found after audits with the intention of fraud. We saw that in Georgia. Uh, we saw that also in Oklahoma, even though Oklahoma went for Trump. Ballots for Trump were found in garbage cans, ditches, and were shredded before, on, or after Election Day with the intention of fraud. Hundreds of thousands of suspicious ballots, many of them 96%, up to 100% for Biden, were dumped into the count in the wee hours of the morning after Election Day in swing states, and the counting had been stopped with the intention of fraud. Uh, the article goes on, and this is before we even get to the evidence of the means, motive, and opportunity for Dominion voting systems and their owners, administrator, administrators, and advocates to tamper with the vote count. So you can't say there's no evidence of fraud. There absolutely is evidence of fraud. Here in the state of Georgia, my home state, uh, Lynn Wood has several affidavits where people uh, – uh, witnessed that these ballots that came in were in pristine condition. There were no crease marks. Now, again, the significance of that is if they're going to mail them in the ballot, they have to fold it to mail it in. So there is tons of evidence of fraud, whether or not the Trump administration um, can can get this through. I don't know. And, you know, you saw that presser. Some of you saw it. Many of you saw it. That presser with Julie Rudy Giuliani, uh, Jenna, Jenna Ellis, and of course, Sidney Powell, where they outline 
the evidence. They, they talked about the affidavits, and Giuliani even mentioned one person's name by name. So we've got tons, tons of evidence, and the media is doing a disservice by saying there's no evidence. Now, the people don't even trust the media already, and they just want to keep doing it. I mean, the, the, the amount of evidence uh, that in this election is just, uh, I mean, it's, it's overwhelming. And you, it, it casts a lot of doubts in the election. And that is the key for the Trump administration. What they're doing is if they can cast enough doubt where one vote is disenfranchised, the Supreme Court steps in and they have to do a recount because all under the equal clause in the Constitution, all votes are equal. And if it looks like some votes are more equal than others or not equal, uh, then, uh, you know, they've got a case. Uh, here, uh, also from Gateway Pundit, Arizona governor will not accept election results until court cases are settled. So could that knock Arizona out of the Electoral College. Uh, Arizona Governor Doug, Doug Ducey will not accept the election results until all court cases are settled. The Arizona GOP and the Trump campaign are suing to keep Maris, Maricopa County from certifying its results, arguing that there were many cases of fraud and irregularities. The, irregular, the amount of irregularities in this election are absolutely just astounding. Astounding. I mean, we've, we've got ample evidence that the Dominion machines are compromised. Um, and we got ample evidence that there's just, there was just so many shenanigans going on. We also know that Dominion backed out of a hearing in Pennsylvania after Trump attorneys accused the firms of election manipulation. That was out of just the news, John Solomon's piece. Uh, Dominion Voting Systems backed out on a Thursday night of a commitment to attend an oversight hearing before Pennsylvania State Governments Committee and instead lawyered up, said a Pennsylvania lawmaker. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, now that they're lawyering up, it shows that you know, uh, there's guilt there. No, 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 not necessarily. Um, if they're accused of this, then they should lawyer up. I mean, that's just common sense. I mean, what this company now is accused of, if they don't have a lawyer, oh man, they are in a world of hurt. Now, one of their representatives, one that they just hired, a spokesperson they hired, went on Fox News, I think Eric Sean, and Eric Sean, well, let me play that for you. I was Michael Steele, a principal with the Washington, D.C. firm Habit and Play Strategies, which is representing Dominion. Mr. Steele, thank you for coming on with me today. Now, I'm going to pause during this interview. It's nine minutes, but we're going to break this down. Uh, notice what he just said. This is a law firm that was hired by Dominion. This isn't a Dominion um, person. This is a lawyer. They lawyered up. Remember that. Uh, the first question, of course, the first question that people want to know, did a Dominion machine change one vote from Biden to Trump or from Trump to Biden? No, this is a nonpartisan American company. It is not physically possible for our machines to switch votes from one candidate to the other. Let's be very clear. Our okay. The um, one, what a, what a softball loaded question, right? Uh, you know, he asked a direct question. He didn't, this is poor journalism right here. This isn't trying to uncover the truth. This is leading to an answer you already know. And one, this company is a Canadian company that does have offices in the United States in Colorado, but this is a Canadian company. So, and to say that it cannot change the um, votes, that's, we know that not to be true. Uh, I showed you a clip a while ago of a hacker who went in there who did just that on these machines. So this is already, already, this is a BS interview. 
Our election system is run by local elected officials and nonpartisan poll watchers. We simply provide a tool to count the ballots and pr to print and count ballots. There is no way such a massive fraud could have taken place, and there are no connections between our company and Venezuela, Germany, Barcelona, Kathmandu, whatever the latest conspiracy theory is. How do you know that couldn't have taken place? Well, it's physically impossible. Look, when a voter votes on a Dominion machine, they fill out their ballot on a touchscreen. They're given a printed copy, which they then give to a local election official for safekeeping. If any electronic interference had taken place, the tally reported electronically would not match the printed ballots. And in every case where we've looked at, in Georgia, all across the country, the printed ballots, the gold standard in election security, has matched the electronic tally. So uh, here he mentions, uh, I think later on in the interview, about the state of Georgia, how they give it to an election official. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. How do I know this? Well, I'm a Georgia voter. I went and voted. So I walk into my precinct and I, I show my ID. I have to sign a, an iPad type thing. My signature looked nothing like my signature. The person said, it's all right. So she looked at my ID, tried to match the signature. I guess she thought it was enough. But anyway, I go there. I go to the print, the uh, touch screen. I cast my vote. A ballot prints out. I take that ballot with my election card, I put it into another machine and I slide that ballot into that machine. It did not go to an election official. For one, that's, that's key, is he's saying it was handed to an election official. It was not. It was put into another machine. I have no idea what happened to it after that machine. Now, when the ballot prints out, I saw who I voted for. I verified who I voted for, but then I slid my ballot into another machine and I never saw it again. I gave my card that printed back that spit out from the machine to an election official. And I got my little sticker that you see right here. That was it. So he's not factual in this. It's a minor detail. Don't get me wrong. It's a minor detail, but watch, watch this interview too. how Eric Sean just totally, totally sets this up for the answers that he wants. These are all softball questions and shame on Fox news for this it really is pathetic. Some of the people watching you now, I mean, you know, they don't believe you. They think you're lying. They're going to say, of course, you're going to say Dominion's not guilty of anything because you represent the company. Right. Well, this, I've got the facts on my side and the president's attorneys will go on to press conferences, will go on TV and make these crazy allegations. And then 30 times they've gone to court and they have not offered a scintilla of proof. So all I can say is until we would love to see any facts and evidence they have thus far, we have seen none. And I'll give them that. I want to see the evidence as well. Uh, and now it's got them on the run because they're lawyered up. So I'm, you know, this is the week. As I said, this is the week. The president calls your company a, quote, radical left company. Uh, the software created for Hugo Chavez to steal the election of Venezuela, that uh, software allegedly imported into the United States to steal the election for Joe Biden. Is that true? No. We are a nonpartisan American company. We have no connections with Venezuela whatsoever. Nothing that they're saying is remotely true. We will find out, won't we? Are you foreign funded? No, we're funded by American capitalists. They are a company out of Canada. How can they make that claim? I don't understand. Uh, Texas had some problems with the machines. They weren't certified. Uh, Dan Patrick, Lieutenant Governor, called him junk. What was that? Well, look, the great thing about our system is that every state gets to certify their own equipment. Texas being Texas is a little bit different. They were afraid that our system was a little too complex and they chose to, uh, to go elsewhere. 
we accept that. We don't agree with it. Um, we agree with the 28 other states that uh, where our machines operate, but we may take another te- crack at Texas before too long. We'll see. Did that answer the question? That didn't answer anything, did it? Why did Texas not go with this company? The reason Texas didn't go with Dominion was because they didn't believe that the software was foolproof, that it couldn't be uh, hacked, if you will. It's just a a wishy-washy answer. All right, let's drill down down into exactly how it works. Do poll workers, do they use cards or do they use codes to access the machine? Depends state to state to a certain extent. Georgia, for example, they will checks voters in on an iPad-like system, give them a one-time use card so that when they go to the tab- the machine, which is basically a smart pen that prints out the responses that they enter, they get the right local ballots, the right local races. They then enter their choices, take that printed paper ballot to a local elected official where it is secured. There is no way in this process that anyone, foreign or otherwise, could interfere in a substantial way and change the result. Absolutely not true. I did not take my ballot to an elected official and it was secured. It went into a machine. I put my paper ballot into a machine and I never saw it again. Yes, I did get a paper ballot so I could verify who was on that sheet and then I slipped it into a machine and then I gave my card to an elected official. So he's factually incorrect here. So what else does he incorrect about? Remember, this is a lawyer that was hired by Dominion now to do this kind of damage control. So uh, if he's got this detail wrong, what else is wrong? Can a poll worker change the codes to vote for, uh, steal the election for Joe Biden, for example? No, because if they change the code, no matter what a poll worker does, and we're talking about elected officials, we're talking about nonpartisan poll watchers, the paper ballots wouldn't match the electronic record. Again, this is the gold standard of election security. We have printed paper ballots that the voter reviews showing how they voted so that we need to go, if we need to go back in a tightly contested race, as we have right now, we can do an audit, we can do a recount, we can physically match a printed ballot to a vote recorded by an electronic machine. Okay, so... That doesn't solve anything, by the way. All he is saying that, again, what Georgia did when they did their audit, all it did was match what the number of votes to the number of ballots. That's it. So if there were 5 million votes and 5 million ballots, all right, there you go. The audit's done. So does that not lead to a bigger question in some of these battleground states where we heard of ballots being delivered in the middle of the night at 3 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning, Uh, doesn't that actually lead to a bigger question to be asked? Uh, It does for me. So if they needed to increase the vote number by $100,000, I'm sorry, 100,000 votes in the system to give Biden a win, then guess what? They're going to need 100,000 ballots. This doesn't solve. This doesn't, this doesn't, resolve it for me in my mind uh, because well this just tells me is those vote dumps at the middle in the middle of the night those paper ballot vote vote dumps they were just put there to equal the number of tallies in the system to the number of paper ballots he said it's the gold standard notice he said that a couple of times there's a reason why he said that a couple of times. And that's called, that's called the pepper trail. I mean, Sidney Powell is out there saying that the Democrats had 35,000 votes around the country. Uh, and, and when they had a hand recount in Georgia, the hand recount matched your machines, the Dominion well, machines. So well, let's I mean, say uh, yeah, a, 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 a poll worker. 
won't even work, right? Like we, they keep talking about they're asking for recounts in Milwaukee and Dane County in Wisconsin or in Pennsylvania. We don't have machines in those jurisdictions. In fact, in Pennsylvania, in the 14 counties where Dominion machines were used, the president won 52 percent of the vote. Wait, say that again. In the 14 counties in Pennsylvania where Dominion voting systems machines are used, the president won by 52 percent. Um, notice how he said, say that again. You don't think this was set up? Yeah, I know. My, my tinfoil hat's on. But this doesn't, again, resolve anything. There were a lot of counties. In fact, in the state of Michigan, we had that one issue of a glitch, and they said that the same software was used in 47 other counties. So, I don't, you know, which is it? But, hey, you see Eric Sean. What? Say that again? See, Eric Sean is leading this to where he wants it to go because Eric Sean has already said that this voter fraud is nonsense. So he's already lost credibility, at least to me. And this, his smugness and in this interview, I tell you what, this is why Fox News viewership has dropped so much. Could they have been skewed uh, by the Biden, the Democratic forces to give throw their election to President Trump? I, I do, we're now in the uh, a realm of conspiracies so dark, I have no idea even why, what we're talking about here. All I can All right, tell you uh, is that Sid- they're complaining about, we don't have machines. All right, Sydney Powell and others say, well, they think that the thumb, thumb drives could upload material from foreign sources. Can a, can a poll worker take a thumb drive, stick it in the machine, and fill it up with thousands of votes for Joe Biden? No, the tabulator has no unlocked thumb drive access, no unlocked USB ports. And remember, these are these are secured by local elected officials and nonpartisan poll watchers. Uh, there's just it's not physically possible to do what they're describing. The machines are what we call air gap. They're not connected to the Internet. Um, it's just not physically possible. This is just counter to a lot of the stories that we're hearing. We heard here in the state of Georgia that twenty seven hundred votes were found on a wait for it thumb drive we heard also there's affidavits to this in the state of georgia that uh and i believe it was some other states too and i hate to say i believe without putting some backup to this that it right before the election there was an update that happened and then and we've affidavits people saying they've never seen anything like this before that to say these were not connected to the internet see this is again this is a lawyer this is a a um a a lawyer that was hired his firm was hired to represent Dominion after all of this, not prior. So this individual is feeding you what Dominion has fed him. They've gone through all their records and what he's going to say and how he's going to say it. And if you want to think this, this is a fair and balanced interview, man, I'm surprised you're watching Fox News, not watching MSNBC. Are the machines designed with an algorithm that gives more votes to Joe Biden? Sidney Powell claims that the machines give one and one quarter vote to Biden, three quarters of a votes to Trump. Uh, are they skewed? Do they shift votes? Are the votes uh, tabulated in fractions? No, this is nonsense. That That is not done. That is not possible. And again, if someone tried to alter the electronic record, the printed paper ballots wouldn't match. It's not possible possible again we've gone back in georgia we've gone back in other places match the ballots to the electronic tally they match there is no widespread fraud in the way that they're alleging again again the vote dumps and here's a question i have about the vote dumps in the middle of the night and we have affidavits that say that that happened here's a question that i have about these vote dumps is one is if they were absentee ballots how come they were dumped in the middle of the night now i get what they're going to say and what they have said is you know these absentee ballots were um brought in from postal offices right well is that i mean really 
that many in the middle of the night at the on election night? I mean, I get it that we had more absentee ballots or more mail-in ballots than any other election in the history of the United States, right? Over 101 million. But are you going to really tell me in just these contested states that these things show up in the middle of the night and these battleground states and that, you know, Trump is winning and these are just coming in last minute from the Postal Service, right? Is that what you want me to believe? Now, because what he's been saying, he says this often. Have you noticed he's said this now three or four times, that it's all about matching the ballots with the tallies in the system? That would, to me, they're, they're actually hurting their case because now I'm thinking, wait a minute. Was that why they dumped these ballots in the middle of the night? Is this the reason why they dumped these ballots in the middle of the night? Everything that this guy from Dominion is trying to say or holding on to is the ballot count and the tally count in the systems. Everything is about that. Notice he didn't say anything about signature counts or anything like signature verification or anything like that. It's all about the number of ballots compared to what's in the system. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you an argument for the ballot dumps. Did Dominion bribe uh, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp of the Secretary of State to throw this election to Joe Biden? Uh, Sidney Powell calls it a Dominion scam. You do, do, what is he? What is just a god awful question to ask a reporter asking this question? I mean, what is this guy going to say? Uh, well, yeah, now that you ask me, Eric, <coughs> um, we did slip Brian a few bucks. So, uh, you know, and then when Brad found out, we had to slip Brad a few bucks. What a ridiculous question. So the argument is the Republican governor of Georgia and the Republican secretary of state of Georgia took bribes? No. First of all, no, that did not happen. Second, it doesn't sound even vaguely plausible. Why would they? Why They're Republican elected officials. They're supporters of the president. Why would they want Joe Biden to be president? I mean, these are questions for them to answer, but it doesn't, doesn't strike me as remotely believable. Do their claims have any, uh, do they hold any water? Do their claims have any legitimacy at all? I have not yet heard of what, what, What's he going to say, <laughs> Eric? Now that you asked me, I'm thinking, oh, you know, or he's going to go, you know, Eric, nobody's asked me that before. <laughs> oh, crap. You know what? I think they do. Again, what a ridiculous question that he's asking. Claim that is in any way legitimate that would substantially alter or, or alter a single vote. No. I mean, we've had isolated errors by human actors in Antrim County, Michigan, which was swiftly corrected. I mean, they point to that a lot. The, the, the yeah, and I'm going to point to it now because it wasn't just a, a glitch, a human error. It was not a human. What he just wants you to believe, by the way, is a human error was that prior to the election that a human didn't, and didn't do a software upgrade that prevents the software from switching the votes from one candidate to another. Is that a human error? No. That's, a, that's software. That's code that was written in that particular county. So, I mean, this is ridiculous. This is just beyond absurd at this point. The takeaway there is that the error was spotted on election night. President won the county by 2,500 or so votes. I have not... The error was spotted after they sent the votes up to the Secretary of State's office and a clerk saw that, whoa, this red county really went that blue? Is that for real? So someone questioned it. But make no mistake, the actual results were sent to the Secretary of State's office. They were not found at the precinct. They were sent up to the Secretary of State's office, and then somebody questioned it. I've not seen any credible allegation that would impact this election substantially, no. 
And finally, uh, you've been around Washington a lot. You're going to get a good attack. Because they're going to call you a rhino because you've worked for uh, John Boehner uh, uh, and for others, including uh, Mr. Ryan, who's on the board of Fox, for example, uh, and uh, Jeb Bush. As someone who uh, works in Washington, as someone who is involved in public policy, what do these type of allegations do to the integrity and credibility and belief in our election system? What do they do to the very... And, you know, I don't his this, again, another softball question. It's like, well, watch this answer. Foundation of the republic that we hold so dear. Look, I'm a conservative Republican. I've worked for conservative causes, candidates and elected officials for nearly 20 years. I think that these allegations are not allegations against Dominion voting systems. They are against our elected officials at the state and local level, bipartisan poll watchers, the very system that inspires the confidence that we have and the love of our country is under attack through these allegations. And it is all our obligation to defend the truth, to defend democracy. And that's what we're trying to do. Here. The, and well, I'll let him finish. Would those election officials try to steal the election for Donald Trump or for Joe Biden? Well, gee, Eric, now that you ask, you're, you know what? They probably, they, yeah, yeah. What a, just a god awful question again. I can't imagine that someone would want to be in a position of authority in our election system, in our democracy, just to subvert it. I think these are public spirited people. I think these are patriots and they're doing their job to the best of their ability to make sure we get accurate. Of course, he can't imagine that. Of course, he can't. So there you have it. That was Fox News. And that's where they're at. And that's why their ratings are in the toilet right now, because that was probably one of the absolute worst interviews I have ever seen. I mean, Eric in his smugness, Eric Sean of Fox News in his smugness, it's like unbelievable. Basically, you, you, you know, you're an idiot if you think there's um, election fraud. That's, that's basically what they're trying to tell you. They're trying to tell you that you, are, you need to shut up and sit down because there was no election fraud and it's just Donald Trump and his craziness. I'm sorry. There are too many questions that I'm not satisfied with answers. There are too many issues of fraud out there. And whether or not Dominion is a bad system, uh, I think any, I, I'm, I'm absolutely after this election against all of these. And by the way, uh, this is not something that is um, uh, new. Now let's go to, you know, you mentioned there's nothing to do with the smart, I think he mentioned nothing with Smartmatic or anything of Venezuela and all that, but Dominion and Smartmatic have an agreement of non-competition. They have an agreement. It was revealed on the post-millennial. It's uh, the two voting tech companies, Dominion and Smartmatic, it has been revealed, have previously signed a non-competition agreement between the two of them, despite perception to the contrary. This revelation comes despite companies themselves insisting that they are, in their own words, fierce competitors and many major media outlets. Now, it's also been revealed that Dominion has Smartmatic software inside of its systems because they license it out from the software Dominionmatic or from Dominion. So, I mean, to say that everything here is on the up and up is, is just a tall order for a lot of people to believe. And that interview at Fox didn't help. So, you know, he mentions that 
there's no foreign investment into his company. But here's an article or a story from uh, Repub.li. It's news for the Republic. Again, it's an alt site. You know why? Why do you have to go to alt sites, the alt news sites? It's because the mainstream media won't report to this. And here's what their claim is: Dominion Voting Systems patents list Chinese banks as collateral in a 2019 filing. According to documents listed publicly on the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, various patents associated with Dominion Voting System have a Chinese bank listed as their collateral agent. 18 specific patents entities are listed with HSBC Bank Canada as the assignee. HSBC is the Hong Kong Shanghai Bank of China and represents an international banking conglomerate. The entity acts as an arm of the Chinese Communist Party to carry out the party's interests globally. And they go on, they show a document from the U.S. Patents and Applications, and there it is right there. So... Where is our mainstream media on all this? Well, you saw Eric Sean of Fox News where they are with their smug uh, attitude that this is all just a conspiracy theory. Eric Sean went into that interview with a, a predetermined outcome. I wouldn't be surprised if the guy knew what he was going to ask. I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And the guy was wishy-washy all over the place. I don't believe it for one second. I don't buy any of what he's saying. Again, he's a PR firm that was hired as the spokesperson for Dominion as damage control. They're in damage control. This is them luring, 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 I'll get it out, uh, luring up. There it is. This is them luring up. I mean, it's, you know, at this point in time with all of the affidavits that are out there as evidence, I think we ought to know. So yeah, I'm beginning to see the picture here. I'm beginning to see why the White House is separating themselves from Sidney Powell and Trump's uh, uh, re-election team of lawyers, Giuliani and Ellis and whatnot. I'm beginning to see why they're doing it. Are you? Are you starting to see this? There's two things going on here. There is the Dominion software issue, if true, is uh, the magnitudes. I mean, it's just huge, if true. And then there's the strategies to get to the presidency. The, the path to victory, if you will. So there you got two things going on. So it's starting to make sense. As I sit here and I do this show and I talk about this out loud, now I can see. I'm beginning to see a clear picture of why they separated themselves from Sidney Powell. Whether they do themselves the same thing with Lynn Wood, we'll see. But Sidney Powell is directly going after Dominion, the software, voting software company. Uh, and the Trump campaign is looking for paths to victory. So it's fascinating. Anyway, um, I went long on this. So I'm going to do another segment on the Chinese connection. So do listen to that. Thanks for listening to this segment of the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Of course, if you stuck with it this long, go to our website, thepbopodcast.com. It's nothing fancy, but my show notes will be there. But our media links are there as well. Follow us on Twitter at the PBO Podcast. Also follow me on Parlor at the PBO Podcast. My YouTube channel is Politics and Brown Liquor. These shows are put up on YouTube as well. And please do subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. The more that you subscribe, and not just this show, but any conservative show that you listen to, the more it helps with the algorithm because big tech is wanting to push us down. Again, thanks for listening to this episode of PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. <laughs>